hustling and they stay chasing me, I stay pivoting. Yeah. I'm positioning all my dividends for my hitters. We break that down and redistribute it. Whole plot digging in, we no talk, we just six feet shit, social distancing. Bobby out here going crazy, crazy. Liquor drown me, I can make the name. Yeah. Tato barrel making mashed potatoes. They can't play me, boy, I'm gravy, gravy. I be balling full quarters, yeah. Storing shit like a hoarder, yeah. Sleepy stretching with a big foe. Guess you playing power forward, huh? Ride on my enemies, bumping that pop. Bumping that, bumping that, bumping that. Talk on the ground, but the case are you not? No, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not. You posting them pictures of all of your glocks. <laughs> so what? Uh, you suck and stop smoking until you get popped. Wait. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Keep It A Buck Podcast. This is your host, Aries. And we got, uh, you already know, it's a music episode, so we got Mark in the building. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> We got a lot of good feedback from our first music episode. I think all of our, like friends and family kind of missed us together sure and hearing us together so yeah it's another episode of music and yeah got a lot so let's get to it with the super bowl uh what a week away yes yes, um the (laughs) halftime the halftime uh super bowl performance or artist who was performing at the super bowl was announced and it's pretty good one i think yeah, it's actually pretty amazing. I mean, coming from the the weekend for last year, <laughs> which I did not watch, but uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> the, the memes I came of it of this nigga lost. Hilarious! <laughs> that was the funniest part of the whole thing. That was the best. That was better than the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was dope. Yeah. So the halftime performances: Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. We got Eminem. And then we got Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Uh, of course, they had to do it uh, West Coast because it's in L.A. this sure. year. So your thoughts on the lineup and just your expectations of this? Um, my thoughts. <laughs> okay, first thought. Why is Mary J. <laughs> <laughs> a part of it? <laughs> I, I said the same thing. Uh, Mary J. is from New York. <laughs> she's She's always been a proud New Yorker, too. Like, she puts on... Um, for the city that was random as hell i don't even get it uh i don't really understand it even if you look at the super bowl commercial that they put on for you know just the the promotion of the the promotion of like the halftime show like she's got nothing la related she's just just straight up just regular she's just yeah i guess i'm going i guess i could yeah i guess i'll meet y'all there i guess i don't know uh (laughs) she said (laughs) i don't really know why i'm here uh thanks (laughs) I don't know what to do with my hands, but uh, yeah, sure, I'll pull up. Uh, we had to double check to see if she like had any uh, West Coast collabs, uh, <laughs> which I'm sure, yeah, she has. But you know. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's done songs with Kendrick. Kend- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's at least one that I know that's where like, there's a collab. There's not a, a female popping in, in the West right now. Like, yeah, come on, get anyone else? Um, Literally anyone. I don't know. There's got to be somebody they could bring back. Um, the girl with the Afro puffs. What was her name? Lady of Rage? They could bring her back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. You don't know, <laughs> you don't know Lady of Rage? That was from the 90s? Yeah, but you you know how I know you know who that is? It's Baby D and Next Friday. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's why you're looking at me like that. You don't know Baby D. That's <laughs> Okay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, dog. I don't know, man. They could have. Yeah. I thought that was random. Yeah. But uh, I think a very interesting person to have in this lineup is Eminem. 
Um, I know Dre has <laughs> connections with Dr. Dre and Aftermath and everything, but true. if this nigga comes on stage and says, I'm not afraid, <laughs> I, I'm going to turn off the game. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it for me. That's Come on, dog. Don't you don't hit us with the I'm not afraid or a... Some Rihanna, some Rihanna shit. What if you? What if all the lights go off, and then all you hear is bow, bow, out, bow, bow, out. <laughs> oh my goodness! A little. <laughs> That's what's gonna start off the show. Just lose it. Oh my gosh! That's what's gonna start off the whole show, dog. A little so, just lose it. I I hope <laughs> I do not hear. I'm not afraid or just lose it or uh, smack it. Uh, What's the other one with Rihanna? Um, um, living a uh, lo- love, love the way you lie. Yeah, yeah I mean, I not, not, I, I, I just guessed, my nigga. I don't Bro. even know. Oh, that fucking <laughs> monster. The, What's the monster song under my bed or something? Like that? I don't want to hear none of that. So. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that. Yeah, I, I'm hoping he just like ha, does a verse from like I don't know, forget about Dre or something, and just yeah, that's it. If that'd be fire if they did the song, you know what I mean? That's kind of cool. It's probably the last time I actually liked that dude, so <laughs> <that'd> be, <laughs> I'll be done with that. I could see that a little forgot about Dre live. That'd be cool, you know. And have a Snoop there, you know. I think that um, I think that uh. From a chemistry standpoint, I think it'll be kind of cool to see them all up there. Oh, and for then sure. With Kendrick kind of being like someone that, you know, grew up idolizing them and then all that kind of stuff. And obviously being under the tutelage of Dre, I think that that could it could make for something really dope in a show, especially a halftime show where they go all out. It could be interesting, but I also really dislike Eminem strongly. So I don't want to see him succeed. And it's crazy because <laughs> Snoop and M kind of had this beef like not too long ago. Yeah, that was only of of Snoop's, a year, maybe yeah. two years ago. Yeah, um, it might be fewer than that. But, oh, right. yeah, like Eminem or Snoop saying that he doesn't like listen to Eminem or yeah. You know. Well, he he had talked about he had talked about his, I think his top five, top ten rappers, and yeah. like Snoop was like straight up, he was like, yeah, Eminem's not even he's not in my top ten because. I mean, first off, he's older than him, so his knowledge goes deeper. But I felt like he was just being honest. He was like, yo, this dude's from the 80s, you know what I mean, that he hasn't even surpassed yet in his opinion, which I feel like if you're talking to someone that's that old, then their catalog goes into a whole other level of rappers that I feel like that's justifiable. I felt like it was kind of weird for him to feel a way about that when – I don't know. I feel like he should have gotten like, yeah, but if you were to ask Eminem his favorite or like his top 10 rappers, he wouldn't have Snoop in there. Like he would go, he would go back. He would go to who Snoop said, the Cubes, Rakim's, you know, LL's. He would go that far back, the Beastie Boys, Run DMC. Like, why would you be offended by something that you would probably say the same? I felt like that was weird for him to do. Yeah, and, and like Eminem's response to that and his tone in that interview of him answering, kind of responding back to Snoop's um, answer, yeah, I just didn't like it. It just felt like he was whining and like wanting him to like love him almost. I, I didn't. Oh yeah, I didn't like it. So one hundred percent, one hundred percent. 
Yeah, that oh, yeah. that's one of the many problems that I got with that dude. But yeah, go ahead. So that happens on the Super Bowl, and then who who, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Just to give oh, winning. It's hard, bro. I really would like to see both, but I'm leaning towards L.A. I'm leaning towards L.A. because of Odell. That's oh. I want Odell to win one, specifically because all the shit that they talked about him this year and how Baker is the, was the dude and all this kind of stuff, and he was the <laughs> reason why Baker sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't looking too good now. Like, that shit was spicy this year. And if he wins a ring after they just, you know, they released him too. They didn't trade his ass to L.A. They released him, thought he was done, thought he was washed. And he just had 100-something hundred yards in the NFC Championship game, about to get a ring. That'd be crazy. That's a crazy story right there. And then I do have uh, – I got a little bit of love for Matthew Stafford. He's cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy for him that he's on a team that – I don't know. It's actually good. Yes. <laughs> not a, it's actually talented. Not, not in that shithole of a franchise in, in Detroit, but. Jeez. Yeah, good for him. I'm kind of hoping uh, the Cincinnati pulls it out for for the youngins. And that's 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 my case for them is Joe Burrow's dope, yeah, bro. That, that, that dude's pretty dope. I like him, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. He's got a swagger about that dude, bro. Like, ever since LSU, that dude is dope. <laughs> And I like Jamar Chase too. That 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 kid's nice too. Um, I think I don't know. I think I'd be happy with either way. So, just hoping for a good kind, game. Yeah. Now at yeah. this point, like I'm just like hoping for the good game. Like last year, I was like I could honestly go either way. Kansas City, Tampa. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, you know if Mahomes gets another one, you know what I mean? Dynasty, you know, starting up in Kansas City, that'd be dope. Or, you know, Tom Brady getting a seventh ring, also dope. I just wanted to be cool. Ended up not being a very good game. They were demolishing <laughs> the Chiefs. That man was scrambling for his life <laughs> that night. He was R. Kelly. <laughs> I'm fighting for my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah. Uh, so, coming off what we just talked about with Eminem and everything, kind of moves us into our next point of Eminem and a versus. <laughs> um, Dr. Dre had posted a video of Eminem rapping fast, like he always does, right? Or for the most part, he does. But the caption was Marshall versus who? Talking about who would face Eminem in a versus or who's up for this challenge. Nigga, I could pick Young Thug or, <laughs> or Rich Homie Quan. <laughs> or, uh, you want Fetty Wap? You want Fetty? You want Fetty? Come on, my nigga. Fetty Fetty Wap 2015 is destroying Eminem (laughs) in a versus. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Future from 2014 to now is destroying Eminem in a a versus, dog. Come on, dog. Listen, (laughs) I'm a huge fan of Marshall. I'm a huge fan of Eminem. But anything past, like, from 09 on, Mm. I'm just not having it it's hard to like i tried to get into recovery that album oh yeah yeah yeah. and i just cannot do it and then it's been a miss for me ever since but i respect the talent he has talent of course sure but in a versus like this versus stage is built very different for what you think your songs are gonna hit but it's true you gotta actually see this is see 
there's something about I feel like maybe he just doesn't connect on that versus kind of level that it will work with the crowd. He doesn't really have those songs where, except for, you know, earlier, like super early, right? Like the ones that actually like kind of go hard. But like you don't really hear something that would be loud with the crowd that'll be like, oh shit, like this song just killed that other song that we just heard. I don't see his catalog being very good in a versus. Because it's song for song, hit for hit. Like, you have to, and then, you know, you have these artists that make adjustments in the moment where they're like, oh, okay, he just went with the with the R&B type song. Okay, okay, I'm going to hit him with this. I'm or, not afraid. <laughs> bro, you're not winning no rounds with I'm not afraid unless you're going against an emo band. If you, <laughs> if it's Eminem and then... I don't know. Green Day. You might be or able Evanescence. to get small. Yeah, you want that smoke from Evanescence, If you want to do an Evanescence <laughs> versus. <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, I think M has songs he can play, but it's the content. I think he, I mean, he does have the energy to perform, but it's the, sure. it's the content. It's do people want to hear you uh, talking about Kim or like <laughs> nigga killing your mom well. or uh, yeah, yeah yeah it didn't age well at it's all it's like bro we don't want to hear that I'm cleaning out my closet like, nigga, I don't want to be sad but I'm trying to you know be, be hyping these verses right now you know <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be fun dog see if if he was going to do one he should have done it during quarantine where over no, IG was, where yeah you see what I'm saying IG. like where there's no people there because like that's a big part of it like the energy the crowd behind it like, if someone's not feeling it, they're not feeling it at all, and you can hear it, and you can feel that energy. He should have done that shit with just another person who don't nobody give a shit about, where no one can actually... You just watch it, and you're like, oh, okay. Say, hey, yo, Bizarre, you want to hop on this? <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> hey, Bizarre, you want to hop on this IG Live with me and just... <laughs> bizarre. So, oh, these are some songs I think would do good on a versus stage, okay. and you say, I'll, I'll see what you think. My name is... Do you think that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, the song called "Role Model" mm. off his first album, the real some shady. Um, Without me, that song was annoying as hell, but I think it would do <laughs> okay. Na, 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 na. Um, and till I collapse, but oh, that I feel like that one will go hard. I feel like that one will could could win around. But Eminem has featured verses that I think would do really really good in the verses. You got dead wrong. Yeah. You got oh, that's a great one actually. That's pa- that's that's a great one. That's a point. We got patiently waiting with the song with Fifty mm. on Get Rich Die Trying. Okay, there's that song with uh, Jay Z Renegade off that. Yeah, that could win a point. And forget about Dre, of course. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? That the oh, exhibit that, song. That one's hard. And I think something that will cr- like please the crowd is "Forever" by Drake and yeah. his verse. That that that's a point for sure, especially with the um, with the younger audience, because that's a that's a that'll kind of be more in tune with like our generation and younger. Yeah, and then yeah, I I could song. see him pulling out a new card with that. F- he was on that uh, Big Sean album, Detroit Two. Yeah, maybe the Friday Night yeah Cypher. the Friday Night Cipher. Yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that. Like, don't play Stan. Like, <laughs> even though that's a gr- amazing song, I think. But, like, nigga, no one want to hear that, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to. See, this is, I don't know. For me, I don't. 
he just played such a different kind of role when it came to the hits and the singles. Um, I think that they're just in a different kind of bracket. And he's he's really, I will give him this, like he's a one of one, right? So no one could really make a song like Stan and have it be as big as it was. And like why Eminem is as big as he is, like that's, I guess that's up for a debate, but it's just it's just different when you have someone of his same caliber and then you match up these songs. I just it's hard for me to give him a nod when I don't think that it just will go over with anyone. I it just there's just so few that there's I don't think that the people would go into it being able to appreciate the talent or like what he did with the song or the content, the way that when you hear a beat that is just so crazy that you're like, ah, yeah, but this just, cause like, man, this just sounds better. You know what I mean? Like you play Stan, Jigga plays, I don't know, like a, a, even a slow song, like a slow song by Jigga. Girls, bro, girls, girls, girls. Yeah. Is smoking that, bro. He's destroying that. Because it's just harder, bro. Like, it's yeah. something about it. It's just like, yeah, but this song's tight. Like, <laughs> this shit is kind of hot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I just don't see it. Like, I just don't see it. Um, If if I had to, though, like, gun to your head, have to do a versus with M, J. Yeah, I mean, especially with the Kanye doing the drink champs and him kind of answering if he would do a versus and it wouldn't be against Jay-Z. True. I could see that a Jay Z versus Eminem. Mm-hmm. People were kind of throwing out Busta Rhymes. I thought about that too, actually today, um, when I was thinking about um, the question today. I thought about that too. Um, I think, like energy wise, I think Bust- they would match up very, very great. Very much so. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean. Hey, fuck it. I'm biased, bro. I don't think Eminem's beating those dudes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I can't stand this dude. Buster Rhymes is destroying Eminem, bro. <laughs> Have you ever been an Eminem fan? I'd, yeah, very for a very short time. From about 1998 to about 1999. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, to about 2000. You know what I mean? 2000, like, when he was really, really close with Dre where it was just like him and Dre everywhere doing everything. Um, that's when I, I liked it the most. And I don't know. I just, I felt, uh, I kind of was like into him because remember there was so much controversy too. Cause it was like a thing to like Eminem cause all the, the politicians and you know, all these people were like very outspoken about being against him. So, you know, as a kid, you're like, no, nah, but it's cool. You know what I mean? He says the he says fuck and all this kind of stuff. Like And he's like mocking every celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. famous person. As as a kid, you thought yeah. that was so hilarious. And Dressing so cool. up as like the Superman, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like it was cool, you know what I mean? But I don't know, as I got older and I just started to um like, started to just kinda like come into my own. Like I just like liked him way less. I was like, I he's just not hitting for me in any way. Like, I don't have anything to connect to. I think that's, you know, a part of it. Like, as I grew older and then started to connect to music, you know, and dive into music and really, like, go 
into the why. I was like, no, this is not. <laughs> and it's crazy because the next topic is like our favorite evolution of artists oh, who sure. have like over the years kind of ev- evolutionized their, their way they make music and stuff. And I th- think very opposite of Eminem. Mm. Like I think Eminem gave us a lot in just a short amount of time. Yeah, he has great um, – he has bars. His his words are – the way he can put structured words together, his, you know, his pattern, his rap patterns. He can rap fast and all that. But I think that's kind of where it stops. Like, <laughs> I, I haven't seen him progress and make sure. – like, give me something new. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, get, yeah, yeah. I, I know you can do these things, but what else, you know? Sure. He um, – I think – I think he progressed a ton as a person. Yes. Yes. And like his story really changed up and that reflected in his music. And unfortunately, it did not reflect well. It just <laughs> <laughs> I you know, like I feel you, brother. There's a lot of people that connect to his content about his anxieties, his depressions, his drug usage, rehabilitation. Um, you know, living a sober lifestyle, raising kids, being a dad, getting older, all these things are great, right? It's what all people do. It's just, it is what it is. However, when you strip that all away and it's just strictly music, he's just got a bunch of trash, bro. I can't, I can't listen to it. I just, I try, I've, I've tried my hardest. The last three albums he's dropped. I've genuinely tried to download and listen throughout, and it's hard. <laughs> so, Kamikaze and uh, music to be murdered by. Yes, and and revival. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And revival. Yeah. I mean, I tried. To, I probably got through like two songs of the music. Music to be murdered by. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just the same thing. I was like, okay, I heard this last album. I felt, but I know you're rapping about different things. Like the content's different, but like I hear no growth in beats or <laughs> no, production or not. that like, that the beat the beats part. I didn't even talk about the beats part. The beats the beat shit. He ain't changed <laughs> since about '03. <laughs> he hasn't. I don't know who's producing his shit, but that can't be Dre. I'll tell you that. I don't know who that guy doing that shit. Bizarre. He. <laughs> He got some bizarre ass beats. <laughs> oh my! But yeah, goodness. like my like for Eminem stops after Relapse in '09. But yeah. anything after that, I'm totally okay <laughs> with not tuning into. And all you stands need to chill. Okay. Yeah, just, I just, just just chill. I think uh, he just he plays his part for his fan base. I will tell you this: like the people that are really appreciate his story and stuff like that, like they're diehards, and like that's one of their big. Um, arguments against me is like that content, like that super real and deep kind of like touch your soul kind of stuff. Like that really connects with them. So I feel you. Some of the white dudes that I know, um, you know, I, I remember saying like, you've never been in the car and just one of your homies been like, yo, throw on some Eminem. <laughs> all these, all these white niggas was like, yeah, all the time. I'm like, okay, we are in, very different lifestyles. That shit is crazy. That shit is getting laughs if you say that in my car. 
I guess that's what they do. That's they they listen to. You know what I mean? Like that's their guy. Yeah. So I I give him props. You know what I mean? Like he plays his part for his people. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 that guy. He's he's the one of one because who has ever even come close to having that kind of impact, magnitude, and all this kind of stuff as a white rapper? It, no yeah. one's even close, bro. Like it's True. and and he's I say white rapper, but. You know, again, giving him props, like he's he's made himself into the top five of all time. So you know, there's respect in those kinds of aspects. There's respect in his skill, like you said. I just he's just not for me. You yeah. Know? And um, speaking on like white rappers, I feel bad for any white rapper that came after Eminem because yeah. they automatically get put in that. No, oh, you're not Eminem. Though. Like you're yeah. not good as Eminem. So like, okay, you're trash. <laughs> And like me, it doesn't, it's not even fair. Yeah, and me being a, like a huge Machine Gun Kelly fan, that's mm. all I see in comments on his photos on Instagram, True. his YouTube videos. So, you know, whatever. And it's yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's it's really really stupid because MGK is dope. I fuck with the, Thank I fuck you. with dude. <laughs> yeah, rap devil uh, nigga. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he won, nigga. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. Okay, I wasn't gonna touch on this, but I'm gonna touch on it. But people, Eminem fans, who are saying M made Machine Gun Kelly not rap anymore because of the beef, and made him go to a different genre, it's so it is such a like. It's annoying. That's what it is. Annoying, but you're you're giving these artists like you they can't express the way they want to make music, mm-hmm. and you're boxing them into this whatever you want to you know box them in but it's not fair man like l- let artists do what they want to do true but it's just the timing of everything seemed like eminem made him <laughs> go and, and then because he's successful at it then it's like oh he couldn't survive in this genre so he had to switch and then now he's actually good now he's actually popping blah blah blah, blah. and it's like that's I was not, like machine gun not Kill- exactly how it works so. <laughs> like machine gun killer was literally just making uh you know rapping freestyles while being locked up in uh during quarantine in 2020 so sure and uh, uh okay just, just stick with your petty you know angles with all that but <laughs> eminem can't go do uh some punk rock i, I can tell you that much absolutely not and be successful at it top so. five worst things ever <laughs> if that's a collab <laughs> i don't want to hear it <laughs> i don't i don't want to hear it i can't hear hey it. eminem lincoln park bro like jay-z bro, did absolutely not <laughs> That'd be a disgrace. <laughs> Chester's rolling over in his grave right now, just listening. There's, I cannot believe you said some dumb shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, let's get off the uh, this white man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get off Eminem. Oh so the the next topic, which we kind of announced last episode on music episode, is we were going to talk about our favorite artists and how they kind of grew throughout the years and, and then being in the in the business. Um, artist evolution. Our favorite artist to, you know, grow. So I think who comes off the top of the head when I think of like evolution and, and music and artists and hip hop is Tyler the Creator. Wow. Number one on my list too. Yes. Because we were what, like a year or two out of out of high school mm-hmm. when I first heard of him. Remember my cousin uh Adanye played us the uh, Yonkers. Yep. 
And <laughs> I was like, what? I, <laughs> I was so scared. Yeah, bro. I was terrified of that music video. Yeah. The man was eating cockroaches. I was like, oh. His wait, eyes were what? all blacked out. <laughs> but to see that to s- and then see where he's at today, I would have never seen this growth. It's crazy. No, no. It um I agree. I agree. The f- my first impression of Tyler was terrible. I was just like, ah, this is not for me. I've never <laughs> I like not everyone is into like that shock value kind of personality with a lot of things like your radio personalities or actors or entertainers or anything like that. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, nah, that's nasty. I'm cool. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere else where people like that are not. But yeah, incredible transformation. Cause I think it's a perfect example of, and he, since he's like in our age bracket too, like it's like a perfect example of, yeah, when we're high schoolers <laughs> or near high school, we're pretty much just dumbasses, and we'll just do anything for a laugh. We'll do anything just because. I mean, I'm, I'm saying we said the same thing as he did, but, I mean, we would say some some ridiculous uh, shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> we'll know? never eat a cockroach, but, right. I mean, like, I put on, you know, Triton's helmet, and you've kicked me in the head before. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, it. yeah, we do dumb stuff, you know what I mean? But, um. But just how we have grown and we've become, you know, different people and we've become adults and, you know, we've become our uh, our own selves, you know, like we've become men. So he, so is he. And I personally have loved the music coming from that transformation. The the opposite of, you know, the Eminem. Nothing against the person because it's, you know, it's great that you can grow. But, you know, if we're just talking about the music that you produce as you grow. I really, really love what Tyler has done. The last three albums have been Bangers, so man. crazy. They've they've all been great. They've all been super different. And he's gotten into a Kanye type album to album change, which I love. I love when, you know, you have this great album from somebody and you're just like, Oh, okay, cool. Blah, blah, blah. Like I hope I get another one and then they give you something completely different. I love that because like that's I feel like that's the kind of like the point you should probably try to be as different as you can the next go round because that's like what we are every two years an artist drops an album I mean every two years are you the same person right. that you were before like just just two years ago 2022 was not the same us in 2020 yeah. that's for damn sure <laughs> but it's crazy because with time, Tyler has seemed to kind of keep his his strong voice and the aggression in his raps, mm-hmm. but sonically and production wise, it's kind of a little softer, big time, or way softer. But he seems to find a balance within those within that in those in this in this range, which is kind of incredible, you know. So I think um, the musicality of it, yeah. he's really improved on. Like he produces, he's always produced a good a portion of his things and of his music, but I think he's just elevated it to another level. Just, just overall, I feel like he cares more and what he puts into it is a lot more and it shows. Like there's real effort, there's real substance, and it's not just the bars, but it's in everything. Like you said, like even the Sonics, listening to 
a record from his last album, which is crazy, by the way, and then listening to a Yonkers record or or even, I think that he's got that one song with Frank Ocean called She, I think. And I love that song, but just you can hear it and how different it is. And like, it just sounds better now. It's like, just like tuning in something into H HD. Like, he wasn't in HD before, and now he is. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it just sounds better now. Like, it just sounds so dope now. So I get, I I got a lot of respect for um for Tyler and the change that he's he's made. Man, from Odd Future to having his own <laughs> music festival and yeah, being a, a music genius, I think. And is on a incredible streak of, of hot albums so far. So no doubt. Um, who 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 do you have on your uh, list? I well, th- that one is going to be an obvious one, so I probably won't talk about that one. But for me, Big Sean, mm. Big Sean for me has evolved in a crazy, crazy way. Um, I think the class that he was in, right? So we talk about if we're going back to. 2009 2010 around that time him wale cole drake cuddy he was always out of those five he was the one that was always the swag the swag dude the girls dude the chains and kind of like the flashy stuff funny bars punchlines um uh, you know, he was just that. He was just kind of like a, like a swagger kid. You know what I mean? He was like the. He rapped like he was like the cool kid in high school. You know what I mean? Not necessarily like an athlete or something like that. Not like a jock. Not like that kind of cool kid. But just like the kid that walked around with chains on. Always had the fresh pair of J's. Always had new sneakers. New shoes. Never wore the same thing twice. Kind of thing. You know what I mean? But dope because I love Sean. I love Sean back then, but. He always kind of, I guess, you know, again, you know, he was rapping because he's a young man and that's what he cared about. You know what I mean? And he would have the ability to kind of touch into something deeper always. All of his projects and in the tapes back in the day, like he always had like, you know, some songs that would kind of like get deep and you kind of like uncover, uh, uncover like what is the what's the shit behind all the glam and all that kind of stuff and you'd be like okay you know like i i respect him and for me that was a big thing because like i was like all right i like these songs you know what i mean he's getting deep but then um he started to go through things in his life and he just started losing you know important family members and uh he just had the perspective you know what i mean like kind of creep in and as you get older you become more of a man and you know, you just have things happen to you and you learn lessons and then it became like, dang, like this dude's kind of speaking to me right now, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because 09 in that, in that class was so big on mixtapes and I think mixtapes are really yeah. becoming like album, albums in, in a way. For, for sure. Because of, because of Wayne and, and Jeezy, I think kind of made mixtapes a, a big thing, but um sean had that finally famous three yep at that i, I think i found on another mixtape uh app or something or <laughs> mixtape monkey yeah mixtape monkey or something or that piff true but i was i had that on my ipod and just bro over and over again bro great lemonade mixtape. freestyle yep 
Haras. Super duper. Super yeah, duper. <laughs> the super duper flow. Remember that? But yeah, yeah, yeah I think his his swagger and and how different he sounded when he's rapping kind of overlooked his lyric ability. Sure. So I think where he kind of like came out and flourished was that Detroit mixtape. Oh, one hundred. I think that he put his foot on the on the rap game and was like, I can I can that, get bro I can get down like that was a better. That was a better project than what he put out bef- like before. Uh, he, no, he put Hall of Fame out after that. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like in the same year, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe like that it was a different year, but like only like six months apart or whatever. So, and, and during that time, that's when good music was making those mm-hmm. mercy. Yeah, they were, they were building click. up for Cruel Summer. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. That was a crazy run for Sean. Oh yeah, and like watching his drink, his drink champs interview. Yeah, and I finally finished it this week. Oh, you did? Yeah, I finally got through it. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy that he was freestyling on Mercy and Click, like, Click. All a whole freestyle verse, bro. Shit's wild, bro. Bro, that was like one of the best. Bro, that was the one that everyone knew, bro. Like crazy. It's it, that that was kind of wild to me. Hearing that was like wow, bro. Like this dude, he he's the he's the kid that <laughs> no warm up. <laughs> no stretching. He just go out there and windmill dunk, and then just walk away like nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like he just, just he just has the talent. You know what I mean? Like show he up just, to a gym and like some slides and just, just go off. Just like the rawness of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really have to work at it. He just kind of has it naturally, and and that does kind of describe like the swagger of it. Like he had a swagger of like ah, I'm not really trying like. <laughs> and those are some of his biggest verses, right? Right. On the biggest songs of that year, or the, like the next couple years, and especially he to just ha- did it to have that confidence on a song with Jay Z and Kanye, and and, it, and he's just talking like it's nothing. He's it's just like, freestyling shit. Crap, dude. <laughs> the confidence. Crazy. Um, it's, it's wild. But I think another album I want to touch on is uh, Dark. Oh, Dark Sky Paradise. Dark, Dark, Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite album from him. Sure. Um, I probably had like one skip through the whole album, probably. Mm. But what a masterpiece! Yeah, that that start to finish, plus the bonus tracks that I was feeling too. That that album was crazy. And then you talk about the change between a Hall of Fame to a Dark Sky Paradise, where I feel like Hall of Fame. Well, his first two albums were still very almost a uh, poppy in a sense, yeah. where he still had like the lead single be essentially a pop song, right? Because he, he knows how to do that. He knows how to make a hit. So he knows what sounds good, and he knows, like, okay, if I do this, you know what I mean? Like, I could get a melodic kind of, like, chorus, and, you know, you get a beat that's not too crazy, doesn't overwhelm you, but it's catchy, and you get a verse with a couple lines that you know everyone will repeat and know. Drake does that all the time. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? He, like, puts something in there where it's kind of like a, I guess like a punchline or something, but he knows like okay, everyone's gonna be singing this part. You know what I mean? It's almost like an ad lib, but right, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, he knows how to do that. Big Sean, he's he he knows how to do that, and he's done it well. Um, but that change of, I feel like making an album to sell versus making an album for him. Mm-hmm. That was the difference between Hall of Fame and then Dark Sky Paradise. That was I felt with the connectivity of it and 
just the realness of it. I was like, this seems like this is more so an album that he really wanted to make for himself and like what he's thinking, what he's feeling, what he's going through versus my label needs an album and we're just going to try to make as much money as we can, blah, blah, blah. You and, know, and that's what different. the Hall of Fame seemed like. It seemed like it was kind of scattered all over the place oh, with yeah. the sounds and the different beats and production. It seemed very scattered. Like he just kind of made songs and threw it all together. Yeah. But yeah. with Dark Sky Paradise, it was very cohesive. It just blended well together, song after song. There's a theme overall, which I which I love too. Like I love when an album has an overall theme, so then everything flows together well. Um, I like those uh, what they call concept album. Yeah, yeah. I love that because then it, I I like to listen to a project fully, but if they have that added bonus of you're supposed to listen to all of this together. I love that when it's like telling a story with throughout the songs, uh, it just it makes it more enjoyable for me because I'm a I'm a big movie guy. So it's like well, you're watching be- a movie through the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you get to imagine all of it. And then because I like music videos, you have those videos accompany everything. And it's like, whoa, OK. You know yeah, what I mean? That's kind of crazy how you talk about what you just uh, kind of how to describe the album. But. Going into his next album, I decided. Yeah, exactly. Of telling a story. Yep. Which is a very impactful story, and just the how they would have dialogue after the songs, and sure, it all kind of connected. Mm-hmm. And I know you kind of we you kind of broke that down to me when you showed me a song from that album. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at your house, remember? Halfway off the balcony. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's on my uh, oh, man. my favorite songs from the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, the the whole album kind of came about um i decided um the album he kind of came about because he had a dream he had a dream that he was an old man like old 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 as hell and as this old man he just was regretting everything that he did all the decisions he made um every every person he spoke to the way they spoke to him all these kinds of things and he just regretted the way that he just moved throughout his whole life and now he's at the end of it and he's just like i'll never get it back and in the dream i guess he like starts over and he goes all the way back to the beginning and then uh he wait he has the old man's voice in his head talking to him telling him because he already lived and he knows what he's going to regret don't make that move. Pick up that call. Talk to this person. Yeah. Express yourself here. Be honest here, et cetera, et cetera. So it's dope. And you have that throughout the whole story. Um, he's got a lot of powerful uh, verses, um, a lot of powerful songs on that album. And even more so than Dark Sky Paradise, way more in depth in exactly what he's feeling and um, thinking and it's it's kind of crazy. That that one is um my favorite Sean album. Um oh. because of that. That one just hit me um it's timing. Like, like you know what time I mean? time in your life yeah, where yeah, that yeah. album was what, so necessary. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm talking to you. <laughs> 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 all right, nigga, get your shit together, all right? <laughs> it's time, bro. It's time. So, yeah, that one hit me on that kind of level. So, that one ends up being my favorite. 
that one's one that I, you know, I go through no skips, just going through it all, you know, going through the movie, going through the story. Um, very powerful stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on Sean? Um, as far as? Just anything you want to talk about or? Oh, well, uh, about his progression and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, um, just, uh, <laughs> just on how, um, how real he is with himself. And I like how he has really gotten into, or he's very open about the way that he meditates and the way that he, he's all about his Zen and he tries to like center himself as much as possible, keeps himself grounded. I think that is important for me to see, uh, not just myself, but for people to see like when you have like a low key superstar or a star, maybe he's not on the superstar level, but you know, when you have a star, but isn't fucking full of himself, mm-hmm. isn't fucking just head up his own ass all the time. And, you know, like, but also at the same time holds a confidence about himself as a human being. It's good to see. It can be very refreshing. And I feel like I get that energy from him. Yeah. I feel that he he's a sure of himself kind of guy, but also he's not afraid to make a mistake and then understand what he learned from it and then moves forward, you know? And he, he spits real shit. I, I like a lot of his interviews. They've been very inspirational for me, and um, I really I really like that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, man. Mm. Um, another artist I got on mine is Mac Miller. Yes. Okay. Um, someone I did not like when he came out. <laughs> You know, that, that frat rap is not for me. I dislike no. it very much. No, very no. If you guys don't know what frat rap is, it's almost like just talking about college, your college life. Yeah. School and, life. And raps. <laughs> I love I, I college. Know, I know Asher Roth is like, <laughs> <laughs> Asher Roth, oh my goodness. Oh, man. Um, It's crazy that we're talking about Asher Roth and now Big Sean because he put him on that fat yeah. raps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, why would you put this man on here? Yeah, I definitely turn it <laughs> off by the time it gets to his verse on there. But, <laughs> but man, um, it, it took me after Mac passed to appreciate what he has done in music and just how far he has come in his music. Sure. But from that frat rap stage to kind of like a Tyler, the creator, and his – He's finding his new lane and in, in, in genres, and he kind of went to like an R and B ish, uh, yeah, soul almost. Yeah, I'd say very soulful stuff that it's I've great heard. Though yeah. great music. Uh, yeah, I actually feel the same. I just, I just didn't want to say Mac because I feel like I haven't done enough uh, homework on him. Um, it's it's kind of crazy, but I had that realization that he had really changed only a month before he passed and i was i was talking to a kid that really was uh, a big fan of his and i told him i was like ah, i don't really like how it came out with with that kind of frat rap kind of style and just again content you know with i just wasn't feeling it you know i just wasn't into that kind of rap or whatever but you know he grew up as a young man he went through things. He was, you know, experiencing some things. Da 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 da. Things were happening to him, and it reflected in the music. And when that kid had showed me, like Mac Miller of just that that current time, I was like, "Oh shit! Like this is nice, yo. Like, yeah, man, bro, this is like completely different from what I thought. You know, I'm I'm still thinking 
2010 Mac. And I'm like, that is not what I like to listen to. <laughs> that is not for me, bro. But uh, he put me on and he uh, he showed me a couple songs. And I think it's uh, an album that he has called Swimming. That's the I album believe. that changed my point of view. That's, of that's the one. That's the one that he showed me, and I was like, "Wow, bro! Like this is I think that was this the year is he passed. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this is growth, bro. Like this is this is real. That's what I appreciated. I I like that he wasn't just kind of stuck, and um, he's just kind of just rapping about the same things, and yeah, you don't really change at all. You're just living that same life, and that shows you, you know, as a person, like you're kind of stuck, you know, but. Yeah, no, but I, I do love some Mac Miller like feature verses from him. Like mm. I love even when he was rapping still. But yeah, so Mac is up there as far as artists. I don't think I've ever heard a Mac feature other than Ariana Grande, which is still great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and yeah. the the wifey loves that song. Yeah, that's a, that's an amazing song. <laughs> yeah, that that song's alright. But yeah. uh, who else you got on yours? Uh, I actually have Cole. I have uh, J. Cole on mine. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to break that down for me. So, okay, so I was a big Cole fan when he came out. Uh, mixtape heavy from that generation that we were Oof. just talking about. From, the from Sean. The warm-up. Uh, the warm-up, Friday Night Lights, one of the greatest tapes ever, my bro. F- yeah, that's on my top five tapes. Yeah, bro, my ever. favorite project from him. It's amazing. Um, I I really liked him. I liked. Um, I thought that he was a good. <laughs> he's he's kind of like a good. He's a very good storyteller. Very good with observational kind of rap. You know, just about like the current space, the current world, uh, the dating life. You know what I mean? He he used to tell like good stories about like fucked up things like he's done to <laughs> girls or what they've done to him and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um and then, you know, just like talking about like the current state of, you know, just like the culture and all that kind of stuff. I always thought that he always had a nose for it. And like he knew how to explain exactly what was going on really well, you know? So I always like Cole. And, you know, he was he's you know, he's a cool dude. You know what I mean? He's he wasn't like crazy with swagger, but you know, he was still, you could tell, you know, swaggy, you know, a little bit, but he just kind of lost me. Uh, no. Well, before I talk about where he lost me, I liked that he started to become more and more of a, I don't give a fuck kind of person. So the, the first mistake that all the artists make is you make an album that you think that the label will like. Right. And, that's when you're under the most pressure because they're like, you don't know how to make an album. You don't know how to make blah, 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 blah. So listen to us. We're trying to, you know, do what's best for you. We're going to get you the most money and blah, 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 blah. The, the music ended up being trash. Not all of it. His first album was not all bad, but it was like a good 75%. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it seemed like he was making it for somebody else, right? Like how we were talking about Sean. But then he got away from that more and more. And it was more and more of, I'm just trying to, like, actually do some real shit. By the time he got to uh, Born Center, uh, Born Center was my favorite album, and I loved it. Great. uh, Amazing album. By the time he got to Forest Hills, he was completely out of, like, what everyone 
thinks that he needs to be um he got out of those conversations and those lifestyles of just like you're supposed to be this you're supposed to do this you're supposed to blah blah blah, blah, blah. he stopped wearing jewelry he uh he he had made that sweater with it was a uh, uh fuck fuck money spread love the sweatshirts and he used to wear those at his performances um the er, everything on four seals all substance like beginning to end you know what i mean like just real shit you know and he's dived more and more into that not caring about an appearance not caring about what he's wearing he's gotten you know like bummy you know gotten more into like a hippie kind of like lifestyle right out and then then not even like not all the dreads are the same size you know what i mean like it's just messy you know what i mean like and he started to kind of like become a recluse right now for a little bit the music i wasn't all there there's the two albums after forest hills that i didn't love again it's more so about the music if i'm just speaking objectively i didn't really fuck with it but his growth his personal growth i loved and that transformation i really respected because when you have someone when you think about it right when you have someone in the same conversation as a kendrick and a drake two of the craziest biggest superstars ever but he's not flashy as fuck driving crazy cars he's literally riding the bike riding his own bicycle in new york fucking city from like the studio to an apartment he's driving six hours to go do a record with 21 in atlanta instead of hopping on a private jet you know what i mean doing some bullshit all this kind of stuff and then he like showed up on time when it's like no i'm a fucking superstar i can show up when i want to things like that right like he's removed himself from the bullshit and just he's just his own person i i I really 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 love that and then you know it was only a matter of time his album this year sorry uh his album last year forgive me it it was amazing and so for me i i really respect his transformation like where he's come from to like where he is now i think it's dope nice Nice. Mm. Um, Who's yours? Was what? Your next one. So I have two that I kind of just want to like skim over because they're kind of like OGs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I actually put LL Cool J down. Oh hell yeah! Uh, he this man went from knock yo not, mama said knock you out to <laughs> hush little baby I don't <laughs> let you know. Taking you to paradise is very nice. Bro, I'm telling you, I dog. I mean, that, that, that transformation is crazy. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you something about LL, dog. I fucking love LL. <laughs> That's my guy. R&B LL Cool J is pretty dope. Yeah, bro. He's unstoppable. Yes. <laughs> um, so he made the list, and then Fabulous made the list as well. Okay. I think I put Fabulous on there just because he does a great job of just staying relevant. Yeah, he's not really out there putting crazy albums out like that, but he'll put a hit out or a single out that still keeps him in the game. He still has amazing mixtapes that he'll drop. Sure, but he's done a great job of just staying relevant from '98 to now. So he's on that as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Why not? And then Machine Gun Kelly is on mine as well. Oh, sure. From well. After what we just talked about, yes, sure, from bro. from rap, from rapping and not getting the the respect that he was wanting from his raps and 
he was still getting shitted on in a bit. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I, I mean, people were not really messing with his raps, but he switched genres, took on this revived punk rock as a genre. And sure. He's doing a great job, I think, in my, in my opinion. But, I agree. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can be a fanboy about MGK all night, but I'm not gonna do that to you guys, because <laughs> that man is in like top five, top six of my favorite <laughs> all time. But um, so my last artist I just want to mention is Twenty One Savage. Mm. Mark knows, and I said this before. Like <laughs> I hated Twenty One Savage when he came out. I don't 20, know. I didn't. 20, I didn't 20. know why Mark and James loved this guy <laughs> so much. I heard him, didn't like him. Yeah. But he dropped an album. And you were playing it at the Pueblo Park when you were shooting basketball. Like, I, it, oh, it, that must have been um, um, Savage Mode. Hold on, let me get it together now. <laughs> I think it was a sophomore album. Oh, that then that was um, it's an album. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the 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 Savage Mode was a was a tape. Yeah, his first album was it's an album. Oh, that's his first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that must have been a single that I heard first from him that it just put me off immediately. But <laughs> like, this hearing that it's an album, I was like, okay, this man has different. He you know goes on different sounds and is not that bad. Sure. And then Savage Mode is where I was like, this nigga's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like how Sa- <laughs> how Twenty One is not. He's not out there like the younger artists are doing wild shit no. on IG. You know, making a ruckus or in in the drama and you know in the bad spotlight of of media. Sure, like he stays to himself. I, I feel like yeah, which I he's really, low key. Yeah, which I really respect. So yeah, especially in the music too is great. Yeah, dude, I I like him a lot. And then if you you could tell his progression throughout, you know, that first uh like his first is his slaughterhouse like um. Like mixtapes and then to Savage Mode, but then Sa- Savage Mode to Savage Mode Two, it's like crazy different. Oh, Savage with, Mode Two is ridiculous. Yeah, that's that shit is dope. That that was like for sure my one of my tops from from last year or from two years ago. I think twenty twenty. I love Savage Mode Two, yo. Very underrated. I don't know. It was came out hot and then everyone started hating on it. And I don't know why, but I loved it. Really? Oh yeah, they got a, and it ended up it like a lot of people turned on it. I don't even know why. Yeah, I thought it was great. And anything, anytime he drops something new, and then you and James are like in the group chat going all, raving about it. Yeah, like I get scared. <laughs> like I'm like, is, is it gonna suck? Like yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like I, I'm hesitant to <laughs> click on it and check it out. But like, what is this I bullshit? click on it and then I end up loving it. Like, you know, right. downloading hella songs from it. So, <laughs> yeah, Hell 21 yeah. was pretty dope, man. Dude, he's he's dope, man. You got to give that boy a chance, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's nice. Oh, my god. You goodness. got, like, one, one, one or two more? Well, the, the, the obvious one was always going to say, I just, I don't want to talk about Kanye too much. So, I'll try to just make it, <laughs> I'll try to make it short, all right? I just, if you know me, you know that I'm a fan. All I will say is, is like, if you're talking about transformation between uh, with artists, every album has been completely different from the last. And that takes something like that is just out of this world. Like that is next level artist type shit. You know what I mean? That's Michael Jackson type shit. Even his first three. First three. Like people... 
put them in a in a in a group. Oh but yeah, very very different. Oh one hundred percent. You just it. I I don't even know how to explain it. I all I will say is that that I always get excited knowing when a project is going to come because I know that I can't count on what was last heard to being into what is going to be new. Not even close. Like I and everyone has expectations and everyone's getting like you always hear these rumors and all this kind of stuff. It's like, oh, it's going to be like this. Da, 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 da. It's never exactly what you thought. Never. I mean, Kanye nowadays changes so much in the albums, takes stuff out, and does other things with it. Exactly. That there's no way that you can expect the same the next time. There's no way. There's just it just won't happen. So I'll just keep it short. Just would when it comes to that guy. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you want to go into more depth, just check out the first music uh, episode we did. <laughs> yeah, we and, just uh, talk about. <laughs> we just, just talked about, about uh, Kanye for about forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, the Kanye pod. <laughs> but it's crazy the n- not so much anxiety of uh, receiving a new Kanye album and like what what am I going to get? Sure. But you you click into it, and if you really listen to and dissect everything that he's giving you and take the art for what it is you really do find like the golden gems of this man and what mm-hmm. he's thinking of and everything that he's produced and put on this on the on the album at that time so it's true man it's crazy. i think i think that we should learn to appreciate what we have in front of us before you know the day that we can't I'm telling you kanye is that dude yeah hmm it's crazy, like, okay, I'm not going to get into Oh, never mind. You know what? <laughs> never mind. I was going to say, thought. like, you know, I, I, like our parents have experienced their favorite artist, you know, passing. Oh, sure. But I'm like, I don't know. I would just be in I mean, I, I, I've experienced one of my favorite artists pass, was, which was Nipsey, which was like my whole two weeks after that was just complete shit. Yeah. So, I, like, I can't imagine just, like, how I'd feel if Kanye or, like, Fabulous or the game or crazy. oh my god it's crazy to think about and what's also crazy is that we know that it's inevitable like we know that's just what's going to happen but yeah i remember um michael jackson that was a big one mm. this is cuz that's like that that's our childhood bro like dang it was like what i felt like the that's one of those like I feel like the earth stopped. Yeah, you know, like a Kobe Bryant. Like, every, every, just, everyone just was like, "Whoa, bro!" Like that man's really gone. Um, we, uh, me and Fitz were together when we heard the news about Prince, mm. and that was the same, bro. That was like, oh shit! Like we really lost like a legend, bro. Like that that nigga's gone. That's crazy. You just I don't know like you just I don't know why you just take it for granted. Meanwhile, like, this man is, like, 40 years older than us. Right. You know what I mean? But it's still, like, no, nah, we just grew up with him, and you just you just expect him to just be there all the time. It's you like know what I mean? When we grow up and we wake up every Saturday cleaning the house to uh, these, these legends. To these legends, bro. <laughs> the parents got the old school jams going and just, yeah, man. It's like they grew up with you in your in your household. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but that actually just gave me, like, a little side note. I think that should deserve a pod. What's that? Like weekend cleaning playlists <laughs> from your parents. <laughs> okay. Like going through the joints, bro. 
That's gonna be the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we'll just pick another year to uh, <laughs> to dissect and uh, pick apart. Yeah, that that because there's some boy, some hits, bro. Bro, if it wasn't for the music being played by my parents, I would hate every Saturday, probably <laughs> cleaning the whole house, moving the furniture. It makes it good. It makes I'm it like, fun. Yeah, you actually were like, all right, all right, all right. Let me throw on that Gap Band, mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so is, is that is that it for your artist yeah yeah i think that's good all right so that that wraps up that uh artist evolution and then we're gonna end off with uh a music year of 2017 uh our favorite songs or albums that came out in 2017 and yeah that'll be our, the last segment for this podcast so yep a whole five years ago dude i actually looked up um the albums Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Yeah, it was a good year, bro. That shit was about that was that 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 was really 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 a good year. And I remember thinking 2016 was dope, but we had fire in 2017. We had some really really dope ones, bro. I mean, we got a we had a Kendrick Lamar album mm-hmm. uh, in Damn released in 2017, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is one of my favorites for that year. I'm just gonna name off some some of my favorites. So we got Damn. I actually put More Life by Drake on that. Okay, nice. Because we had that road trip to, uh, we drove to St. George. George, Yeah. And we ran through the whole album. We went through it all. I remember that. And I enjoyed almost every song of it. Yeah. There was like, (laughs) I think there was only like two skips where you're like, okay, all right. Because I was like, (laughs) how, I don't know how I'm going to feel about Drake, like in this Jamaican voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This teen, <laughs> the, the, the teen, teen, and like, bro, stop, Drake. <laughs> but it, the album was great. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, that's one part of Drake's evolution that Aries is not fuck with. Like, bro, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, what else you got on your list? I got "At What Cost" by Golink. That okay. album yep. that has Kuron it and. I think it's a great album. Yep. I think Golink is a bre- like a breath of fresh air in hip hop. Yeah. Is his style, the way he raps, but I think he al- he also has a, a unique sound of his albums too that I like. Is is different from a lot of people. Very eclectic. Yeah. Um, Pretty girls like trap music by Two Chains. Nice. I had it on my list too. I love Two Chains. I love that <laughs> album. <sighs> yeah. Same. It's a vibe. Yeah, like the, just like the song. that song was amazing. Yes. Four AM, yes, yeah, bro. Trap Scott, right? Yeah, that shit was hard, bro. <laughs> that we had the Forever is a Mighty Long Time by Big Crit. Okay, that I loved, and Crit is not a big. I don't think people recognize the albums that he picks, he puts out. Mm-hmm. Like he's not known for making good music, but I think that's a really great album, underrated album of that year. And then I put uh, Blue Chips 7000 by uh, Action Bronson. Wow. I love me some Action Bronson. Action Bronson is dope. He had his time, bro. Yes. Dude is, yeah, that, there was a time where it was like, that's my guy right there. I, I love uh, fat Action Bronson, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of the journey of weight yeah, loss. Yeah, he's, he's losing hella weight. I follow him on IG, and he's like, like, you know, pushing tires and all this kind of stuff, flipping tires. And- I, I just saw a video on Twitter that he was uh, performing. Oh, word? And then he said... Look, I could touch my fucking toes. Yeah, that's crazy. And he touched his toes, and yeah. the whole crowd went crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Bro, if you know how fat this man was, that is a huge deal that he could touch his toes, bro. He had about three planets that he was orbiting for a while, bro. That He was big. 
six hundred pound life type shit. But good for him. He's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, but I like Ashton Bronson. I forgot all about him. Actually, <laughs> I, I forgot. He's <laughs> like all he's like a, an artist that just puts out like once every four years, probably. Yeah, man. Uh, that's crazy to me. Um, for me, for that year. Um, like I said before, I decided it came out in that year. So that was my favorite album. But the other two, well, the other two big ones, I should say, uh, 444, Jigga, Jigga's last mm. album. Uh, well, I should say solo album because the year following he dropped the, the album with Beyonce. There's a. Um, and two years ago he dropped one with Jay Elect. Bob, that's a few songs that pop out on that is. Is there a song called like Bob Marley or something? Or uh, with Damian Marley? Yeah, that bam. song's great. Oh, bam! Yeah, um, Family Feud, of course. Yep, I love that instrumental. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah. One, I I honestly like besides the first song, I love every other song, and it was a short album too, so I really appreciated that. Actually, I that was the last time I saw him live. Me and Tori went to that one. Yeah, so I think I decided to go on a date with a girl. Yeah, beside uh, instead of going with you <laughs> to that concert, and uh, yeah, just like a, a like a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> of course, you know my life. It did that date turned into being friend zoned, and uh, yep. I missed out on a Jigga concert. Yeah, so, and uh, uh, we could safely say that girl is not his wife, so it wasn't worth it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a dumbass! Oh, I'm such a dumbass. Goodness. It's all right, man. It happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, four four four. I decided, Big Sean, four four four. Jay Z, Flower Boy, Tyler. Yes, this was the big pivotal change for me. Um, that was the first time that I heard Tyler since you know his crazy ass Odd Future Lord of Squad <laughs> days. So I was like, all right, I don't know why I had this feeling of I need to try to listen to it to see if it's good, and I loved it. Start to finish, I absolutely adore the album. I still go back to it all the time. Um, those were my top three for sure. My the next one, Calvin Harris. Yes, yes, and I I remember talking to you about this because me and Mace had both told you like, bro, this Calvin Harris album is fucking fire, bro. And I was like, the Calvin Harris. Yeah, I know like, it didn't make no sense. Is there dog. a new Calvin Harris somewhere? <laughs> It's like, the, are you sure? Like this but is the man that was saucy. Yeah, um, that funk wave bounces, bro. That shit was fucking amazing, start to finish too, man. Like I loved all the joints on there. It was funky as hell. He had nothing but rap and 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 um, R and B features. Yeah, throughout the whole songs, it was like crazy collabs for him to get those artists on there with that with that production and how they just. Fit it so great, it bro. Was he killed mind that shit. blowing. Yeah, dog. He he killed that shit. Um, I love that album that year. I've I've replayed that so many times. Um, that one, and then if I had to round it out with the five, I would say um, oh, ASAP Mob. ASAP Mob had dropped Cozy, Cozy Tapes, Tapes two. two. Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty seventeen was Cozy Tapes two. Boy, and that shit. Bro, maybe we talked about Big Sean. Sean is on a, a song on that tape, Frat oh, Rules. Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, that song was crazy, bro. Talk, that, about, talk about like a collab that I wouldn't mind if they made an album together. Oh, ASAP Rocky and Big Sean. Oh yeah. Oh, if um if they got together more, if they did a if they did a project, I would love that. 
I think that those are two personalities that mesh really fucking well. Because they have this kind of like unorthodox timing of the raps and the way they kind of go in and out of flows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you say, it, it comes together so well. There's a there's a lot of swag. Yes, <laughs> in in that kind of collab. Um, yes. But also, um, you know, Rocky and and Tyler, if they were ever to do something, because they're they're legitimately like best friends. If they would have ever dropped something like they've teased over the many many years, that would be amazing. Mm. That would really really be dope. That that's a that's a man I wish focused on music more was ASAP Rocky. Yeah, bro. Cause yeah, I think he's great at rapping. I think so too, bro. He just. He's just so busy, bro. And now he's a daddy. <laughs> oh, that's just crazy. <laughs> that's wild. Oh, my goodness. Someone got Rihanna as the baby mama now. That's Someone wild. finally poked a hole in the condom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> finally trapped her ass. They've been after her. Drake has been after that for about 10, 15 years now. He's mad as hell right now. The many songs that he tried to get Rihanna to get on and hopefully shoot a shot on. and Yeah. No. Let me tell you one thing. I do not want to be around Chris Brown right now because I know that nigga's mad. I already know. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> but back to um, the 2017. <laughs> back to 2017. Yeah, those are those are probably like my five favorites out of the out of the year. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, it was a good year, and I had a nice little mix of a lot of different kinds of artists because you had a you had an ASAP Mob kind of vibe. I got. You know, Jay-Z, Tyler was doing his thing. Sean's doing his thing. But also, who dropped that year? Future. Lil Uzi. The Future Hendrix? Yeah, bro. Those, oh, my goodness. Nigga, you told me to, to play that, to listen to that album, and I d- disliked you for that. Which one? I hated that Future album. Wait, which one? There's two. Future and then there's Hendrix. Both. Nah, nigga. Wait, yeah. any, every time... You listen like, to it wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Future came, like, Future Hendrix, I can't stand Future. Nah, dog. Nah. nah that shit was me. amazing. You dropped them in the same week, <laughs> and it was amazing. One was just only trap shit. The other one was an R&B album. It was amazing, dog. I love both of those things. I don't I don't know how you do it, bro. I can't. I can't. Dude, Future is... He's the young goat, bro. You shoot you, you like shot me the text to listen to it, and I listened to like three songs. I'm like, I'm pissed. <laughs> like, I'm mad. Like, why, Mark? Bro, you listen to it why? wrong. <laughs> you put your your headphones on vertically and not horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up, dog. Come on, man. You listen. Go back you to, it to listen now. to it with Dre beats, not skull <laughs> candies. <laughs> You don't get the right acoustics with the skull candy or the gummies. You can't w- listen to it with gummies. You got to listen to it with the real shit. You can't listen with Sony headphones, bro. You can't do that, dog. The $20 joints. You, you got to spend some money to listen to this, right? Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I man, I love those albums, though. And the Uzi, uh, Love is Rage 2, that shit went hard. I love, I love that album, too. That one was crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm telling. You. Oh, um, another underrated one. Uh, was Ty Dolla Sign, his Beach House Three, bro. Oh yes, that one was crazy too, man. So Ty is an- another person that I kind of jumped on the train late. Um, I know, like I heard Ty and I heard he was cool, but like Mark, Mark put me on Ty and like really got me 
Like really, really listening to Ty. So True. love that guy now. Yeah, dude, that dude is dope. And he's on like every album now. Everyone was talking about what's better, CLB or Donda. Ty was on both. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's winning no matter who wins. He he's winning. And Ty had was on uh, Jesus is King too. So yeah, he was bro. He, he, he literally was shit, on so. every, and he was on Scorpion, and he was on Yay. He's on everything. He's like he's blown up, bro. Like he's legit. Ty is dope. Yeah. Ty, I love Ty. Yeah, yeah. So that, that wraps up the uh, the episode. Um, dude, pick a year, not going past twenty ten. Ah, I was gonna say, man, nineteen ninety three. I'm playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> well, yeah, NWA. Uh, hating the cops uh, was great, man. Oh my goodness. Uh, pick a year. Okay, twenty ten. For next episode, pick okay. a, pick a year. Let's to, do uh, um. Let's do uh let's do twenty fifteen. No, anything before twenty ten. Oh, anything before twenty ten. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like twenty ten was can't oh, no, go no. past it. Yeah. Anyth- yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, so let's do uh twenty ten. Let's do two thousand and you know what feels like good? Like Six? a good year? Five. I was gonna say two thousand six, bro. That was my mm. freshman year of high school. I, I, I immediately I'm thinking of the South. Yes, I'm thinking Crunk. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah, this, this is gonna be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2006. Let's, I feel good about 2006. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so 2006 is the year that we'll talk about next music episode, and then we'll talk about uh, Saturday cleaning uh, <laughs> some throwback jams. Our, our favorite uh, songs to clean to. Yeah. Shout when out we're to our kids. parents. Yeah. Shout out yes. to our parents for putting us on when we were a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, I want to ask you a quick question, but I know this was supposed to be like music and movies. <laughs> so, what movies are you looking forward to this year? Batman. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll Batman be like one more month. Uh, yeah, because it's next month. That's next month, <laughs> bro. The if you haven't seen the trailers, I need you to go literally watch any of them, even the teaser that's 10, 15 seconds. The shit is crazy. Edward Cullen is back, and he's taking names. All right. He's fucking niggas up. I actually right? showed uh, my wife, my sister, and my brother-in-law the trailer when oh, I was word? in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they Crazy. hooked. They hooked. Bro, it's it's going to be wild, bro. And Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman. Yes, sir. Listen, I respect women, and I'm very much in love with Aaron. But all I'm going to say is that Zoe Kravitz is a nice, respectable young woman. <laughs> And she's going to kill the part of Catwoman in this movie. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, move over, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> move over. You can lay Miz your ass out of this, all right? <laughs> um, I am planning to go see the new Jackass movie. Uh, oh, next hell week. yeah. Yes, me We got to see this together. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We got to um, see that. Cause next I, week, I if you're free. 1,000. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jackass Forever comes out. Well, I think today. So, oh, yeah. does it really today? Yeah. So I think oh, we'll I go might, see it uh, tomorrow or next weekend. So okay, yeah, I gotta see Jackass, bro. I gotta see. <sighs> I Jackass love how they're forever. including these big names in the bro, movies. You saw MGK in there. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's in there. Eric Andre's in there. You got uh, the heavyweight champion uh, Francis Ngannou's in there. Yeah, dude. He has to take a. Uh, Johnny's going to take a punch from him. <laughs> 
It's crazy, bro. <laughs> so, so I love excited. how they're going big for this last Jackass movie. Yeah. You know, getting celebs and, you know, big names in it. So, yeah. It's going to be dope. Also, first in peace of Ryan Dunn, bro. Shit. Man. I love that guy. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jackass and the movies and the whole franchise. I, I grew up watching MTV and like sure. Viva La Bam. <laughs> Wild, uh, Boys. Wild Boys. Wild Boys <laughs> is, like, is a fantastic uh show so yeah yeah what a time it's it's crazy seeing them with gray hair still doing crazy shit dude old as hell bro (laughs) crazy man knoxville's got all silver hair now it's like man if these guys can do all this stuff and still be living like i think i I think i'm doing all right i think i think i'm doing i'm I'm being here for a while so (laughs) yeah 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 good uh, you know knock on wood but yeah my goodness so i'm sure we'll we'll get into movies later but yeah well, we'll do another episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we lagging in the movie department. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should like make it movies in like Netflix uh, shows like or shows, shows we're no, watching. No, absolutely. Because so. we got, um, there's a good amount of, of stuff just on Netflix that we can talk about. Absolutely. Did you Did you start Cheer? No. Oh, bro. I'm already almost, I'm halfway through the second season. Bro, Cheer is dope, bro. That's, he, was, he wasn't lying. James said it's last chance you for Cheer. It's legit, bro. Damn, it's like that intense. So I watch. You know how you just leave you leave your thing on the on the show that you want to watch, and it just plays you that just, trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did it on Cheer, and I was like, that looks intense. Like, yeah. it's crazy, bro. This ain't no bring it on. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> they literally say that too. It's like it's not bringing on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know y'all. Ne- Look, we love bringing on too, but it's not bringing on. All right, it just it is what it is. All right. Yeah, no, it's so. it's bro that that. I've seen some amazing shows on Netflix in the last couple of years. I think that and I that think, deserves its own topic too. Yeah, and I think we're kind of moving in. I mean, just you know, movies in general and how apps, streaming apps, are are kind of the thing now is series. Yeah. So I I guess we'll just talk more about series and stuff like that again. So yeah, no, I'm definitely down. That deserves sure. its own topic for sure. But yeah, yo. Uh, Music episode number two with Mark and Aries. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. This is a lot shorter than last time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you for supporting and uh, keep it a buck. All right. My shit different. Making the kills to pay the bills. You see the spots we living in. Tried your best to recreate me, but we not equivalent. Everybody hit Fugazi, y'all are not excellent. Rushing like conditioning, yeah. Hopping that thing in a skirt. Bad bitch got my hand in the skirt. Muscles relax, I'm over the perks. Uh-huh. Put in the work in about six months, give me 20 a verse. Uh-huh. Hitting the curb, over the liquor, if Bobby drowning, I'ma surf. Uh-huh. Bitch, I'm right back like a chiropractor. Uh-huh. Fuck the preacher, you could die past me. Red nose for a clown, nigga. Catching bodies, bitch, I'm laughing at you. Bravo, I be clapping at you. 5 they be trying to laugh us. But I'm running this shit, uh, I perform with this shit, uh.